0: Good afternoon, it's Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com, also streaming live on TuneIn, nice to have you with us today, here on this Tuesday, January 3rd, 2017, Happy New Year everybody, I'm Christian Arcand, alongside as always, the incomparable Tom King, hi Tom. Hello. <laughs> new Year, same Tom. yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's just a new year, it's just a new month, that's all it is. Is that a new sweater? No, no a, that's your old Cosby sweater. Old, this is an old sweater. An old Cosby special. Yep. That's what, well, I don't know. This is so eh, a it's a Cosby sweater. No,
1: it's not. It's kind of dark. It's all got one shade, you know?
0: Uh, no, it's a little orange I see up there on the sleeve, yeah, little a little purple down the a sleeve. a little
1: bit. You know, this is like a fall sweater because
0: it's a little warmer than it normally is in January right now. Tom, maybe you're unfamiliar with the co- what a Cosby
1: sweater is. Well, that a Cosby, Cosby a, sweater's got to be bright. Not necessarily. Yeah, I think so. It's got to be bright and
0: full. You know who, you know. I'm going to po- post a picture of your our sweater. Our current online. boss loves this sweater. Who's our current boss again? <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: <laughs> Mister Anastas.
0: Oh, yes. He he, Anastas. Did he, he have a dream he, about it that he told you? I don't know.
1: But he 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 likes this sweater. Okay. So I'm January, you know, so I wore it, you know, just to, you know, just to impress. Yes, that's my philosophy.
0: Well, I'm impressed. Yes, I'm sure you are. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm going to uh, take a photo. Okay. Real quick. Should I sweater. pose? Uh, no, it's okay. No, okay. All, right. all uh, right. You know what? Never mind. It's with the light behind you. It's, yeah, you can't do
1: like... it into a window. Yeah, you can't do that.
0: It's not going to work. I'll move for you later Plus, on. you know, we're doing a radio show. Right. Radio right. Yeah, the I think, yeah. That exactly. I'm both hosting and producing, so maybe I should chill with the photography stuff. Right. We're doing a radio
1: show for the first time in a week.
0: I know. It's been a while.
1: I'll tell you, it was a crazy week last week. Tell me about it. You know, and but I mean, with all the different reschedulings and schedulings and, and everything else, you know, it was just, uh, it was just uh, crazy. Yeah. Thanks to Mark, the former intern who came in and did a show on Wednesday, I had a Book out of here early, much earlier than expected because the time, it game changes and everything else. And then Thursday, Thursday with the holiday tournaments around here, they had rescheduled. They did a great job to reschedule everything. I was at a game at 8 30 in the morning. No. Oh. <laughs> oh. I know. So it was like, it was that kind of week. What kind but of barbarians uh, play a oh, high
0: school at sports game at 8 30 in the morning?
1: I'm telling you. It was, you know. Seriously. Yeah. 830 in the morning. What are we, Amish?
0: <laughs> they had to get everything in and done,
1: you know, before the before the uh, the bad weather came. So. We
0: will get into all of that at twelve forty five. We'll give you our notes from the kingdom. In the meantime, what an eventful couple of weeks here! It was vacation week for us, but not for the NFL, and certainly not for uh, the sporting world in general. Uh, let's start here, right where everyone is, with the Patriots, who finished the season fourteen and two for the fourth time in the Belichick Brady era. Uh, the fifth time they finished fourteen and two or better. And uh, The fifth? Yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. There was 2003, 2004.
1: They put 14 and two both years. Okay. 2010. Yeah, that was the year they lost.
0: 2007, they went 16 and 0. Right. So then, and the now this time. is the fifth right. time.
1: All four, all three and all four. I wasn't sure if it was back to back.
0: Back to back, 14 and two right. Super Bowl championship yeah. seasons, which is funny because you know you think 14 and two, you think wow, it's obviously a team that's destined to at least make it to the Super Bowl. The Patriots have been so good for so long, and they've made the playoffs so many times in 15 years that they've run the gamut. They've gone 14 and two and won the Super Bowl. They've gone 14 and two and lost to Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez. Right. They've gone 16 and zero and lost to the Giants, and now they've gone 14 and two again this year. And we'll see what the future holds. But oh. it just goes to show that I don't know, think
1: it can get any easier for them. I don't think it can either. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. They are guaranteed. I mean, in once the ra- round once to play a Derek up quarterback right. Once Derek Carr went down for the Raiders. That was it for me. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, it's all over. That's it. Done. It's all. It's over." That was the only team that could match points with the Patriots. That's left. That was the only team, and now they're and now they can't do it because they don't have their quarterback. And you can't tell me that you know anybody else that they throw in there is going to be any good. And, and they've and everybody else had their backup quarterbacks hurt. So, I mean, the first round it's going to be. First round is gonna be more, more of a joke. I and mean, not the first round, but the divisional round. More of a joke than it was when they played Tim Tebow and the Broncos. More of a joke. All right. And then the second round, let's face it, it's gonna be against Pittsburgh or Kansas City. One of those two teams. You have to beat one of those two teams to get to the to get to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in the AFC championship game. That's all it is. Yep. Now, my other prediction. Or my other advice, pain. Uh, what? My other advice, because we get into another area with the Patriots.
0: This advice for me or for? No,
1: it's for the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, for, okay. for their owner uh, Jeb, whatever his name. I don't know what yeah. his name
0: is. I mean, I saw. I his don't press... think he knows either. I, you know, I saw. Press his pre- you know, I saw it yesterday. One I of thought the he... saddest press conferences I've ever. Heard. I don't know.
1: I thought he did a pretty good job. I really? mean, he showed a lot of restraint with that idiot who said, uh, "Well, say something," you know. So because he
0: wasn't saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's he going
1: to say? You know. What's yeah, he gonna say? I don't know. You know, so I thought he did a good job. But it's clear he wants to bring in a general manager and a coach who know each other. And my thinking is I
0: was thinking of the Bills GM who had the press conference. That was bad. That was the bad. Niner's the GM Niners owner it was right, the I'm Niners sorry. owner wasn't I, bad. Yeah, I got those the two. Bills, things and I'll tell you
1: what up. happened in Buffalo. That was, yeah, pretty, that was pretty explanatory. Oh, God, was that yeah, bad? But That's but the Niners, the Niners GM, mm-hmm. or the Niners owner should just hire Casario and McDaniels and then say, okay, guys, I got my coach and my GM. They know each other. They're on the same page already because that's been the problem in San Francisco. Right. Go to it.
0: Jed York is the guy we're talking about. Jed York
1: ought to hire those two and just say, take it.
0: Ever since Jed York fired Jim Harbaugh. That team is gone. I
1: Harbaugh and your, I think it was a mutual thing. I don't. I know? don't care what it was. But, right. since
0: he right, since right. they moved on, that, t- that right. team is gone because right the GM
1: to GM and Harbaugh didn't get along. Yeah, you know, so he said he sided with the GM, and that was it. Big mistake, and he knows it. So that's that's he could rectify. Do it you right.
0: agree with him firing Kelly and Balky?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: after one year
1: with balky yes. So, the, I think what his thinking is, if I fire the GM, I basically have to fire the coach, too, because I can't bring in a GM who doesn't want the coach. You know? hmm So, either—the only other thing he could have done is— You know was, the
0: Niners could have had Gase? They could have hired Gase, oh, yeah, but they, they, could have Tom, have they the, right. Tom Sula.
1: Right. Now, <laughs> the only thing I can think is that they could have said, okay, Chip, it's all yours. That's probably something they could have done. Mm-hmm. But they weren't about to do that for a coach who won two games and beat one team only. All right? And that team was the Rams. Right. Now, what happened in Buffalo, where Whaley said, I didn't know Ryan was going to get fired. Yeah. That's because the the owner, the GM, and the coach do a conference call every week. On that call, they talked, and then Ryan, after all the rumors that he Mm heard— Asked the owner if he could speak with him privately. Right. (laughs) And he did. And he said, what's the story? Can you commit to me beyond, you know, next week? Mm -hmm. And the owner said, the owner knowing that he he wasn't going to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Said, you know, Sister Ryan, you know, you know know what? I I can't. I can't. So if you want to do this now, let's do this now. Yeah. And that's what they did.
0: To get this over with. Yeah.
1: You know, so. And the owner said. The reason he did it was exactly why I thought the team just couldn't play defense. Yeah. And that was supposed to be Ryan's specialty.
0: It was supposed to be Ryan's thing. They went from fourth. Instead he developed a pretty good quarterback and pretty good offensive. They went from fourth
1: defensively to nineteenth, and that's where they stayed this year as well. Yeah, that's not good. So that's why that was done. So you Mm -hmm. got all those openings. I I think McDaniels is either gonna go to Jacksonville or he's gonna go to San
0: Francisco. I wouldn't go either place. I wouldn't go either. I'd stay and be a coordinator. Why would you go to San Francisco? They fired a coach three straight years. Well, because I
1: think if he goes there, he goes there with Casario. Three
0: straight years. He goes there
1: with Casario.
0: That's the same owner, though. I don't care if it's with Casario. I don't care if it's with Vince Lombardi himself. You go to a place where they've just, in the last three seasons, fired a coach at the end of each season? Why would anyone go there? I, I, who has a future in the NFL? Why would you even risk it? it it's the worst. First it's of the all, worst roster in football. First, right? It is
1: now for, far that's what, away. Well, worse in Cleveland. That's what Casario's got. That's why Casario would be there. And why would he want to do? Why would he but, yeah, because there? look, any job you're going to go to, the situation before you got there wasn't going to be good. All right,
0: now. But there's different levels of not good. Well, The Broncos I mean, have a job opening. The Chargers, I'd rather go there. I'd rather go yeah, I mean, there.
1: That's, that's the spot he may end up. Yeah. yeah. He may end up there. Well, I think actually Patricia. The
0: Rams, be, there's actually something Patricia's in the L.A. Is with the Rams. One, the
1: Patricia's the one. There's there. nothing
0: in San Francisco. Well, I mean, there is they,
1: nothing to, to do. If they interview Casario and they hire him, Casario's going to want to bring in McDaniels.
0: I don't think Casario would take that job. Mm, he's going to interview there. And he, I think even if he did, McDaniels would say, listen, Nick, love you, buddy. But uh, i got to think about myself here. I think that they're going to do it. And the last three coaches have gotten, you it know, the last it, three years they've fired a coach. Yeah, you
1: know what? But Tomasulo was a joke. They they He was a popular he sure guy. Was. He was a popular guy. Best
0: thing he did was when he farted in the press conference. God. <laughs> he
1: was a popular guy. Yeah. And everybody liked him. And after Harbaugh left a bitter taste in everybody's mouth because Harbaugh was a jerk while he was there. He won, but he wasn't easy to get along with. Right. They hired Thomas Nice guy. Couldn't they found out he couldn't coach. So, all right, they rectified that. They bring in Kelly. Problem is, it just you know, Kelly the Kelly and the GM just didn't didn't get along. Mm-hmm. So they either had to give the keys to the kingdom to Kelly or start as as York said yesterday or said yesterday with a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So if that clean slate is to bring in Casario and McDaniels, why not?
2: I'm not of,
1: of football history
0: of good <laughs> <laughs> That was Jim Sewell farting.
1: Uh, he in was awful. Press conference. He was awful. So, I mean.
0: Good mustache, though. Oh, yeah. Fine mustache. Not the finest mustache, but a fine mustache.
1: Belonged in a movie, not on a football. <laughs> um, know?
0: Well, it, second only to McAdoo. All right. Oh, God. Please. McAdoo. God. I've never, we'll get to the Giants and all that in a little bit. Uh, but just before we get off of the uh, of the Niners here, yeah, ultimately, that's that's what you'd want.
1: If I'm the Niners, if I'm the Niners,
0: I do that, and I throw a lot of money at
1: both. And if a lot of money is thrown at both, they'll take it. You think? Yeah. Look, they mm. got to get out from under Belichick at some point. Sure. Everybody who works there thinks that.
0: But you wait and wait and wait and wait, and then you take the job in San Francisco?
1: Well, you wait and wait and wait and wait, and you take the job where else? Right? Where do you go?
0: Any other. Any other. Place. I don't know about any that. Any other one you wait, You, go you to got Sarah- a better future in Jacksonville and the AFC South than you do. Not only are as you— As a coach, as a coach. Yes, as a coach.
1: For McDaniels, yes.
0: Sure.
1: Right. But, but, if he goes to San Francisco— Same with the
0: GM, same with now, anybody. Now, hold on a
1: second. If he goes to San Francisco—they're not looking for a GM in
0: Jacksonville. Nah, well, If he goes
1: they. to San Francisco, he's working with a, and, and they hire Casario. They hire the two of them as a package deal, which, the way they're looking at it is what they want to do. That makes all the sense in the world for both parties. Because Casario, if he wants a GM job, that is probably the only opening, right? So if he takes that, he's going to want McDaniels as his coach. And McDaniels would be going there knowing he's working on an even playing field with a guy he works with, he knows. Mm. Yeah. You know? Every coach, I mean, you know, feels that they could turn it around, but McDaniels wasn't going to go to a situation where he knows that that you know he couldn't you know do anything
0: other than Colin Kaepernick Tom can you name one San Francisco 49er? No. <laughs> Not at all. Not one? Not one. Not a single one. I can name two. No. Nope. Jeremy Curley cuz he used to be on the Jets. Yeah. And Carlos Hyde the running back. Curley was a
1: tight end, right? Or was he Curley was a wide receiver. Wide receiver. Okay, yeah. that's Still right, is. Yeah. right.
0: Little guy, little slot oh, guy. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, all right. Yeah. No, Carlos you can't. Hyde. You can't.
0: Tory Smith, I think, the wide receiver. He's, he's to be still the there. Ravens. He might be. I don't know. The guy who
1: used to be with Baltimore?
0: But everybody, all the good linebackers retired or got injured and never came. Navarro no, yeah. he's they, gone. Patrick Willis is gone. Oh yeah. That, no, they all left. That one kid retired after his rookie sure. year. I mean, that's, you sure. know. They all left. That, team's, right, all that left. team's disastrous. It is. It's the worst roster in football.
1: But that's why Casario would go there, look at it as a challenge, and try to do it. If he, if he got a long-term deal from the owner, both mm-hmm. of them, five years minimum, five years. Five years, Jed. You know? Yeah. You
0: have to. <laughs> you would know, they so- be better off going with, with McDaniel or Matt Patricia?
1: Oh, I would go with McDaniels.
0: I think Patricia could end up in Denver. No. I Denver, think he could. You no, know,
1: Denver. You know what Denver's going to do?
0: What? Kyle Shanahan. Really? Yeah, they're going to stick with uh, who they know. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bad idea.
1: Elway, familiarity, the whole bit. Oh, there's all that. Yeah, that all exists. They the all game have game. that family atmosphere in Denver. That's why I went with Kubiak, and that's why they're going to go, you know, with Janahan. I think.
0: They'd be smart, I think, to bring in another defensive-minded head coach. <laughs> I think so too. But and I, I think, don't think Patricia pa- would fit that bill. I think he'd be a good fit there. I think he'd work there. Yep, I think he would. And I love all these people. Well, he's not going to get a head coaching job because he has a beard and wears his hat backwards. He'll get a head coaching job, and they will say, "Hey, can you not? Can you not wear the hat?" And he'll say, "Okay." Uh, Patricia might what's not this happen. year. Maybe not this year, but eventually. Eventually he win. will, but he and might. it's not going to matter what kind of beard he has, no, or no, you know. Not, I've heard no. so many people say this. Get over it. No, you know, it's not all. 1945 where right. you have to wear a suit and a you know and a hat on this. It's sidelines. funny. Kubiak
1: was uh, one of his advisors, or one of the Broncos officials, said the night before he's wear wear suit, and he goes, no, I'm not wearing a suit. Said, I came in wearing jeans. I'm going out wearing jeans." Right. So.
0: Too but, bad about Kubiak.
1: Yeah, but yeah. his health. I mean, he has you know, like two, a migraine thing, right? Two scares in in four years. In three years, I thought he was leaving. His, his last has an year, acute migraine. His last year in Houston, he had a stroke. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then his second year in Denver, you know, whatever it's related to. I mean, I'm sure it's all interrelated. Coaching was just not good for his health.
0: Blaine Gabbert, another San Francisco 49 er just popped into my head. That's right. Yep. Yep. And that's three. That's the one that Kaepernick <laughs> beat out for the starting that's job. That's right, the Blaine train.
1: But you know what's going to happen? They're going to go there if that happens, and they're going to turn around and they're going to try to trade for Garoppolo. That's what you know. It just seems to be you know we're going to Kansas City all over again. I know, you know. So I I just think that's that's you know a fate of, not a fate of complete. It's up. I think if I am San Francisco, I want to do it. I think if I'm, as you say, Josh McDaniels and 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 uh, and Casario, I'm thinking, do I want to do this or not? Yeah,
0: you know. So Casario is. That's more of a. It's. Well, a di- I mean, it's two different jobs. Look, obviously. Casario
1: gets hired there. He he's going to want to bring in his guy, and his yeah. guy is going to be McDaniels. Right, but McDaniels also going to want to
0: go with him. He will. He will. Well, here's the thing. What if he gets a better offer from some other from another team? Well, I mean, here if I'm
1: the 49ers, I make sure that there isn't a better offer, okay? Well, in terms of in terms of money and okay. length of contract. Now, um if I'm doing this, if I'm McDaniels, all right, I'm thinking, "All right, the roster isn't the greatest, but greatest. But it's the worst." I know, but the GM and I are already, you know, as I Fold my fingers together like this. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't have to worry about, you know, I don't have to worry about Chip Kelly on draft day, what he had to worry about when he all, when, as he said, he wanted, uh you know, Dak Prescott and the GM, Balky didn't, or whatever his name is, the the GM for the 49ers didn't want him. <laughs> so they didn't take him. Yeah. McDaniels doesn't have to worry about that. He and Casario will be on the same page regardless. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's what York wants, from what he said yesterday. And it's a perfect. Well, he, didn't,
0: co- he didn't say their names, but no,
1: but yeah. it's exactly what he wants. Mm-hmm. The perfect combination of a GM and a coach who are one hundred percent together. Yeah, because he saw that as the main problem in his organization. Not once, but twice. You know, once with a buffoon coach, but the second time was more like the time with 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 uh, uh, Harbaugh.
0: Yeah, okay. I would agree with those that. those two years are alike. However, if I'm Josh <laughs> McDaniel, and we'll, we'll take the, we'll take a call. Yeah, do you research.
1: want to go there because the roster stinks? You're not going to improve right away. And also, you've been you a know? head coach
0: before. You have right. moved around before. You haven't been under Belichick this entire time. <laughs> you left and came back. Yeah, but he after was a, seeing what else was but out, but Denver there. was
1: a disaster.
0: It was. You're right for him. And is San Francisco certainly not going to be? I would well, say Denver was no. a
1: disaster partly because of him. Partly,
0: yeah. He did. Right? He got in trouble and, and right. some Look, other things. San happened, Francisco,
1: with what they have. All right. doesn't have a lot to offer. They're a disaster, too. Right. But not only
0: if he's going to make his foray back in the head coaching and the first two years are guaranteed to be, you know, two and 14 years. Well, I don't know. You You know, you don't
1: know if the first two years are guaranteed to be. I
0: think they pretty much are.
1: Not really. In that division, I'd say they are. See what Casario brings in. You got your. See, the thing is, is if you're going there as a head coach, you're going there you know if you don't have a gm that you know, you're like, "Oh Jesus, what if this guy you know doesn't do it mm. you don't have that worry if they, if you go in with Cassara. see, I think the 49ers would should pounce on that right away, and then it's up to, to oh they definitely should yeah, and 40 ers should do everything <laughs> they can and then it's to up to and McDaniels whether they want to take the bait or not all right.
0: All right. 603-883-9900 is your phone number. If 883-9900. they don't want the job, I'll take it. <laughs> 9900. Uh we'll kick off the calls here in the year 2017 with Eric in Manchester, our good friend. Hello Eric, what's going on?
3: Well, hey, uh, happy new year, guys. Happy, happy new Christmas year to you uh, too, Eric. Nice to uh hey, nice to hear my from buddy you. We've we been doing it for years. So I started the stupid tradition. Now we like to pick all the um a lot of the um uh, big four tournaments on golf and to see who's going to win, but now we've stepped it up and we're going to pick all the 11 games of the tournament for the football so he texted me back and he picked all the eleven games already. I said no, I said I'm only gonna take I'm only gonna take your four games because I said, What did those four teams all lose?
4: Right.
1: Right. Well, my, another we'll friend of mine
3: years ago we used to argue all the time. He said, I could pick every Monday night football game, right? So one season <laughs> we we did all that. Okay. So but uh, You started that tradition, gonna, huh, Eric? You're the one who back. started that? I'm gonna text him back and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick every game against them. Just so yep. just so we'll have we'll have a we'll have a winner.
1: Okay. Who's your winner?
3: Well, oh, my eventual winner is the Patriots, and his his eventual winner is the Giants.
1: Oh God, the Giants are going to win.
3: Yeah, but yeah, anyways, I picked all. I picked all. I've been doing this for years, and uh, just for fun, of course, I picked. I have my best season ever, and the, of course, it could never be proven. But the because uh, I'm the only one that I saw the uh, predictions ahead of time for the college <laughs> football games. But I'm 24 and 17. Wow, so, yeah, that's pretty good. That that's is pretty bad. good. That's
0: good. Nice job, Eric. You're but off of course, to a I don't,
3: good. I don't know uh, if that's 100 percent true because I'm the only one that saw so I guess this
0: might. My, my well, then you could be myself. lying. I guess you could be totally we, full Eric, of air. We, we always, no Eric, we always, it's always believe fun you.
3: To do it
0: though, right, it's always fun just to do it just for fun. Yep. It certainly is, it is. Eric. Uh, thanks for so the call. Give me, give me some
3: chuckles this week and uh, happy New Year. Right. Happy New Year. You got
0: it. Happy New Year, Eric. Uh, Eric in Manchester. There, picked all. We got. We should have gone through all 11 with them. No, we. I think we had quite enough there. That was just fine. Six oh three eight. 883-9900 is your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. Christian and King, we're back for the new year here on ESPN New Hampshire.
5: You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for the stretch run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com.
6: This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school lacrosse goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack. Definitely a really great game and it was really exciting, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting involved and feeding it to me and their support and my coaches' support. What's your favorite thing about playing lacrosse? So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like my school and like sports in my community. Nashua Soup Kitchen is one. I'm also vice president of National Honor Society. I'm a leader in Titan Connections. I'm a leader in Team Titan. I'm actually the secretary of the class of 2017. And where are you looking at going to school? Gabby. I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH. What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me and to believe in me and I think that has really helped me become like the athlete I am and always reach for the stars and to go with all my heart. Push to be the athlete and the person I am. So they definitely inspire me so much. That was Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month.
5: Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at espnnhradio.com.
2: You feel like you've been benched or sent down to the minors? Are you paying the correct amount of child support? Let a team of experts help you out. That team is Bartis Law. There is nothing more important in your life than your kids. You wouldn't cut corners for them? Don't cut corners on your legal representation. Don't show up without your starters. Going to court without an attorney is like playing without a coach and without a playbook. Let Bartis Law get you back in the huddle so we can call the play. Call Bartis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bartislaw.com.
7: In Southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care.
5: New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back
7: in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit nhoc.com for more information. Hey, it's Dan Patrick here. This time, no talk about trucks splashing through the mud or exceptional low-end torque or, you know, those great soundtracks that stir the soul. No, not in this 60-second word to the wise about the Ram Heavy Duty. A truck that's as essential as a hammer, nails, and tape measure are to a carpenter. This is a machine that doesn't need any extra oomph to get your heart pounding. I'm not about to prattle on about capability and durability and nobility and probability or any ability. Nothing like that. Well, I'm not even going to go with it. it's tough as winter nail or sturdy as a mountain or any other cheap jack low rent hokum because this isn't that kind of thing. No, it's not. This is a truck that simply lets its engine do the talking. And I'm here to talk about one piece of information, and I think you'll appreciate this and understand it. The Ram Heavy Duty can carry more weight than any other heavy duty truck, period. That's it. That's the only message, except for guts, glory, Ram.
5: Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic
7: is shot. Down in front,
5: picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jake. It's three for the win. It's good. It's the three to win the national
4: championship. Steps back, puts up a three. Won't go. Final seconds. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are
5: We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire.
1: Physical fitness and physical activity is a family affair. Exercise as a family and enjoy the many indoor and outdoor venues New Hampshire has to offer you. Whether it's skating,
4: skiing, the gym, or a good hike. A family that stays fit together experiences a healthy lifestyle together. This message is brought to you by NAFERD, New Hampshire Association for Health, physical education, recreation, and dance. Committed professionals working for you and a healthier New Hampshire.
5: Local sports talk for the New Hampshire sports fan. You're listening to ESPN. New Hampshire.
4: 77 yards of a
2: catch and run, and a silencer. A devastating block from Michael Floyd. Devastating indeed. That was the highlight
0: of the game. That's the play everyone's been talking about from Sunday. The highlight of the year. Unbelievable. I mean, what an absolute massacre of a block that was. Yep. And
1: that's why the 49ers should hire Nick Casario. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Crazy thing is, that wasn't even Floyd's best play in the game. His touchdown? Oh, he carried five he carried guys? six. Yeah. Six guys tried to tackle and I mean, this isn't Rob Gronkowski. He's a big guy. He's, no, he's a... playing. He's playing
1: with a purpose because he's playing for a job for next year yeah, somewhere. Somewhere, whether it be here or elsewhere,
0: starting in week five. Yeah, because he's going to yeah. be sped by the which league, is, sure. means you got. You don't just have to impress. You got to be. You have to impress so much that someone wants to be, take a chance. You got to be can't miss. You're going to miss a third of the season right, or you, a fourth of the season. You got to be can't miss.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, he's playing like that. And, but he's also, I mean, let's face it. I mean, there's probably a wake-up call for him in, in terms of the fact that, okay, I'm going from the locker room to my hotel back to the locker room. And there's nothing else for me to do except football. Right. So, yeah. But, um, you know, they needed, some, they needed somebody. Because obviously with Malcolm Mitchell out now, I mean, they needed depth. And they were worried about depth. So, you know, we'll see where, where all that shakes out. We'll see if Amendola is back next week or not. Which was the prediction when he went out? Whether he was going to miss the rest of the regular season, and they would see about the playoffs. Yeah, so they get that bye and everything else, but they also get such an easy divisional round game. Oh my! I mean, the 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 toughest game they could get is Miami. Mm-hmm. That's the toughest. The toughest.
0: Yeah, you know. And that's and only if Miami beats Pittsburgh, which they're not going to beat Pittsburgh. Well,
1: You, you just don't. They know. are not going to beat. Pittsburgh. I don't think so, but you don't know.
0: Pittsburgh's going to put their thing down, flipping and reverse it on you Miami. Would this think. Weekend. You pretty, would I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. You know that team's not good. You would think, and they're not disciplined. You know,
1: and they're not going to win that game. And the Dolphins made the playoffs because of the weak year in the AFC. I mean, they didn't have a, a nine and seven season, but they, you know, they. You know, I think Tannehill came of age a little bit with Gase. I think Gase and Tannehill are on the same page, and that showed. So that was helpful. Mm-hmm. Now, Sunday's game, I had a little, you know, all right, is this really Miami? Because they had three or four defensive starters out, a couple of them, right. a few of them that they said, you know, no, you're not playing today. So I don't think, I think the Dolphins went into this game thinking, you know, well, let's just not, you know, get hurt. And then... They realized they didn't want to play that way, but it was too late. They were already down 20 to nothing. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, but, you know, that, you know, and they took the loss hard, evidently. You know, and I'm thinking, well, if you took the loss that hard, why didn't you start playing right from the start? Yeah. Because it was obvious they weren't, you know, but it was also obvious that the Patriots were, you know, yeah, they'll look, they learned from their mistake last year. They weren't going to let that happen again. Yeah.
0: Which is funny because that's a weird mistake to learn from. Fifteen years, in, you know, like it's not like Bill just got here and he made a mistake in the playoffs. I
1: think like, they were really worried about injuries last year. I, think I guess is that really the first were.
0: time that they've ever been worried. I about mean, injuries I think they were the really
1: worried about it. You yeah. know, I think there were guys that were banged up that we probably don't even know about. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why they did what they did. Um, I think, and I think he was worried about the offensive line protecting his quarterback. Yeah, and I think that's he made that decision. So, uh, the, but Todd, Justin off the air, you know, he, he, he said an interesting thing that I didn't quite, well, I I guess I agreed with it, but not really agreed that it might happen, but don't agree with the reasoning. He thinks McDaniels will ask for the, for total control where he goes and or or that he should ask and i'm saying well you know what he had total control in denver and look what happened right That yeah, was also
0: I, 7 years ago yeah i he was just a boy yeah he didn't know i, what he was I doing. don't
1: know if i would i don't know if yeah. i would do that okay i don't know if i would do that now and i said that, you know if he goes with Casario, it's almost like having total control cuz the two of them are just going to work together very well but you know we'll just have to wait and see how it all shakes out um And the way you see how it shakes out is if none of the places that he, if the places, if one of the places that either he or Patricia get interviewed for does not hire anybody between now and the end of the Super Bowl, you know he's going there. Mm. That's a, that's, that's, you know, they are not allowed to hire or name any of these guys who are with teams in the playoffs
0: until their seasons are done. Right. So, which means, of course, they'll <laughs> follow those rules.
1: No, you can't announce it or hire it.
0: Announce it, I know, but right. Well, everybody knew that everybody knew
1: was Seattle that Dan Quinn was going to get the the, the Falcons, the job, Falcons yeah. job, but they didn't announce it. Everybody knew when the Patriots were in the playoffs ten years ago against the Eagles that Romeo Cornell was going to get the Chiefs job right. or uh, the Browns, Browns job, job yeah. And they but they didn't announce it. Mm-hmm. So that's how that works. So if one of these teams doesn't hire a head coach. They're not. They're you know. They're waiting until the Super Bowl is done, and and that's it.
0: Yeah. Texter says which California team is in the worst predicament? San Francisco, L.A., Oakland, or San Diego? Mm. Tom thinks the Niners are. Uh, you know on easy street right No, now. i don't once they bring in casario and old josh i don't i think it's i mean right he, to the top of the nfc west
1: look i don't i mean i think either job is bad because either job the quarterback stinks and there's not a lot of depth on the, the open roster.
0: raiders are in they're not in a predicament at all they lost their quarterback and that sucks but they'll be back and they'll be fine oh
1: he i don't think he's talking about the raiders he's he mentioned about, the raiders he he did no about? the raiders aren't
0: the raiders are fine what raiders are you talking are why they're would he even playoffs? be mentioned because what, what are you asking me for? Yeah, i mean
1: that's that's they're fine i mean they're not going to win in the playoffs this year because they're
0: they're not even i don't they're not they not even in the equation, the Chargers are a team that you have that's to. A, that's, make another, over. That's, that's another. That's a team, team you got to make over almost completely.
1: Right now, that's an interesting situation there too, because not only do you not know what you're doing when you go in there, who your boss is going to be, and everything else, but you you don't know where you're going to play. Mm. Um, I think they're going to L.A. I think that's pretty much. They have until the 15th, so by that point, you will know where they're going to play. I think the Chargers are leaving San Diego. They're going to go to Los Angeles.
0: And then there will be two crappy teams in Los Angeles, right? Instead of just one or zero, you know? right? Now you, you know. can, now you have two, right? Congratulations, now, LA. <laughs>
1: now, if you're in L if you go to the Chargers, I don't know what they. I guess their general managers. I guess he's he's entrenched. I don't know. He shouldn't be, but he is, right? So if that's the case, fine. Um, your quarterback is only going to be there for a few, a couple more, a few more years. You know, he and Eli Manning are the same age, right? They got to be in you know, thirty-four, thirty-five, or thirty—even more, even even I think even older. Mm. So, you know, how long are you going to go with Philip Rivers before you have to find a replacement? Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, I you know, so you have a stopgap there. If you go to L.A., if you go, if McDaniels takes an L.A. If, say say he takes the L.A. job. Now, see, I think that's the place to go in some respects because of the owner and the state, you know, all the facility, the whole bit. It's going to be great. But the GM that's going to hire you now is not going to be the GM later. He's on things. Yeah, no, I agree with that, yeah. So I don't think that's a good spot. Mm-hmm. So that's why I go to San Francisco <laughs> because the boss, if they hire Casario, because the boss, I, the GM I work with is a GM that I know very well. You know,
0: sure. <laughs> or you could stay. Or you could stay in the England.
1: Year. And try, yeah, try it when somebody see else. If something is fired else happens right?
0: next year because you know McDaniel can't go back to Denver. You know, Denver's. Oh, not, no, gonna, that's they're not, gonna, not. They're not going to bring him back. No, that, that's not happening. And that's the only job worth a damn out of all of them. And even with what's well, the only
1: going team with a winning record that's getting a, that you're going to be and the reason you're going there exactly. is because The, the coach, only team worth Coach can't it. coach anymore because of his health. Yeah. Right.
0: And even if, it, like, say the Bengals' job opened up. Say Marvin Lewis got fired. That would be a more attractive destination than any of the openings right now. Yeah, but Lewis Except it, for Denver. If they were going to fire Lewis, they would have done it by now. I think Marvin Lewis is going to coach the Cincinnati Bengals until the day he drops dead, honestly. Yeah, I think I mean, so. that's, there's yeah. What else do you need to do? Right. Okay? One and done's in the playoffs, one and done in the playoffs, over and over and over again. This year they go 5-7 or whatever they were, and he still keeps his job. Right. Like, what, what do you have to do? Yeah. What's it take to get
1: fired? 2-14 and 14 probably maybe. <laughs> he goes 2 and 14 next year then he will be fired.
0: It's like with Trump, what does it take to lose an election? <laughs> you know, what do you have to say to lose? What do you have to say and do to get fired? It's unbelievable. Uh but anyway, um we'll get back to our to the NFL coaching carousel uh, a little bit later on in the program. Wanted to uh just touch briefly on the 14 and 2 record. And what's another season for the Patriots in which AFC Championship is it's guaranteed It's guaranteed i would say it's expected and if you're they, guaranteed
1: to do it at home
0: exactly <coughs> if you get there which they will and getting to the super bowl always is a different you know ball of wax because you have to take on the best team from the nfc and in this year in particular the nfc was vastly superior to the afc and whoever comes out of the nfc will be more tested and uh will have gone through more as a team and had to beat better teams in their schedule and in the playoffs right. than the Patriots. But will were. they be as good? And that's the big question. Have the Patriots been tested enough this year and will that matter?
1: I don't think, you know, I don't think they've been tested enough. I I'm going on the record saying that. The question is, does it matter? Right. You know? You know, and you know, I trying to predict it, I don't think we're going to know until we see them play the the damn game, you know? I mean, really. I I just don't I don't have a feel for it. Now, they could be tested in the AFC Championship game. They could be. By the Chiefs, maybe? You know? I the mean, Chiefs got here, a defense.
0: That's the only team I can think of that here's can even, the two problems. Can't even test them.
1: Here's the two problems. Pittsburgh can't stop them. Right. And Kansas
0: City can't outscore them. Right. So there you go. But in the playoffs, the Patriots, every team. You don't put up forty points in the playoffs. No, oh, they do not in the AFC Championship uh, game. You know? Oh, I, oh, I unless ain't... it's against the Colts.
1: No, I think they can I think against Pittsburgh. They're gonna do it. I saw them go to Pittsburgh ten years ago, twelve years ago. No, where was it? Where the heck did they play there?
0: The year they won the Super Bowl. Well,
1: they won. They played there both years. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. That wasn't it. They I saw them go because that was a closer game. The year that they, the year that they went and they played the Eagles, I think it was. I'm not sure. That yeah, was '04. 4 You know, whenever they went, they had to go to Pittsburgh again for an AFC championship game.
0: Yeah, they beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh yeah, 40, 41-27. Yeah, there you go. What was the score again? 41-27. Let's well, say it one more time. In 2004. Say it one more time. 41 Right.
1: Who thought they were going to score 40 points against the Steelers that year? Nobody. No. But that no. was also 12 years ago. Right. But still, it doesn't matter. I mean, they, they can... Pittsburgh, defensively, they can score
0: 40 points. Okay, on their last few uh, conference championship games, yeah. uh, they beat the... They lost to the Broncos. They right. scored 20 points. Right. They beat the Colts 45-7. to Right. Uh, they lost to the Broncos 26-16. Right. They lost to the Ravens 28-13. Right. They beat the Ravens 23-20. Right. The uh, year before that was 2010 when they lost to the Jets in the division round. Right. They lost to the Ravens in the wild card the year before that. Uh, AFC championship game in 7 was not a blowout. They no, were it was a good twenty-one points against. No, the it was a good defensive
1: Charger team.
0: Yeah, it was. Well, wow. you know, it was. No, pretty they
1: good. were they were pretty good defensively. The thing is, it was a freezing cold day, and they couldn't. You know, San Francisco, San Diego couldn't score.
0: They had Landon Le- Tomlinson on the bench. Yeah, so there's there's examples that go both ways. But I'd say for the most part, no, against, against the, the Steeler defense, they the Steeler defense, they can, yes, they can. They, they can, the, can score forty points against in the, the Chiefs. I don't think team. they can. Right, I I agree with that. Against the Chiefs, I think they'd be lucky to top out around 28, 30 points. I think that's probably, and that would be enough to beat the Chiefs. I think that's on the high end. Of what they can score against the defense, yeah, but like against that in the post against Pittsburgh, against can, Pittsburgh, sure. Don't I'm blow not, them out. I'm not worried about Pittsburgh. They'll blow them out. I think the Chiefs are the only team that could possibly do this. Yep. <laughs> and I still think it's a distant possibility. It is
1: because of the offense. Because but Alex, been... because Alex Smith is a caretaker, and the Chiefs whole you know the Chiefs whole deal when they go into a game is don't turn the ball over. Right. We'll score enough points one way or another, but mm-hmm. don't turn the ball over. Well, against the Patriots, you gotta you gotta gamble. Yeah. You know but and and Andy Reid is not a good playoff coach.
0: No, he's not. No, he's not a good you know. coach period, but they that Oh, I think he's a good coach. Mm-hmm. I just think
1: he's not a good playoff coach. He's done a good job at Kansas
0: City. He's not a good clock manager. No, he's not. No. And that doesn't matter if it's the playoffs or the regular season. Right. But that kick returner there is so, oh my god. Yeah, he's good. What a what a beast he is. Yep. Total scumbag, by the way. Beat oh. up his beat his pregnant girlfriend oh, up god. in college. What's he doing in uh what everyone's did get char- doing, yeah, did get Joe charged? Mixon last night. Oh yeah, Brent oh Oh, That on was TV unbelievable. Going on, yelling at people. how dare you question me? He said, "I hope did Joe Brent Mixon." Musper- did Brett Mustard? Through-
1: did Brett Mus- Musburger have a few before that game? Did you hear him trying the Had old? A few strokes. Did maybe? you hear him trying the old Southern accent?
0: Oh uh, no, I missed that. Oh
1: my God, he was trying to talk like this a couple times. Oh, oh my Lord.
0: Because that's how people in, yeah in Oklahoma talk Oklahoma or whatever. Talk?
1: I have no idea what he was up to.
0: Maybe that's how people at Auburn talk.
1: He was just out to lunch, absolutely out to lunch. First,
0: I, he said that Joe Mixon is he's glad that he got the second chance, right, right, and right. that he hopes Joe Mixon goes to the NFL and has a long, illustrious career in yep, the NFL. Right. He hopes that that happens. Yep. He hopes all the best in the world for Joe Mixon. Yep. Because he did something horrible, and is now getting a second, a second chance for it. Right? Yeah. Not that that's. I mean, that. That's you know what? If I'm Brent Musburger,
1: already, if, I'm br- 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 uh, if I'm Brent Musburger, all I say is he's getting a second chance. We'll see what he makes of it, and that's it. I don't say anything else about it. Listen.
4: You know, Jess. Apparently, some people were very upset when I wished this young man well at the next level. Let me make something perfectly clear.
0: First of all, listen to how pissed off he is.
4: What he did with that young lady was brutal, uncalled for. He's apologized. He was tearful. He got a second chance. He got a second chance from Bob Stoops. I happen to pull for people with second chances, okay? Let me make it absolutely clear. I hope he has a wonderful career (laughs) and he teaches people with that brutal, violent video
0: teaches people what exactly what's he going to teach him with that video
1: first of all that if
0: you punch a woman in the face you get to keep playing football and then make millions of dollars in the nfl that's a great lesson to teach him brent good for you
1: if if i'm brent must go retire already what the hell is wrong with this guy if i'm brent that's i told you that's ridiculous i think he had a few before you you notice the word i mean slurring his words all right
0: if i'm Brent Musburger's a legend, by the way. Okay, he before is. we get too far, he out, is. He's a legend in this industry. He, he should just needs to retire he, he, here. I mean, well, he is, he's going to say things like that. Yeah,
1: he just should have just, just called call the game, break. Brent. You know? Yeah. Call the game and say there's a lot of controversies surrounding this player. We'll see what happens. By down the way, the road. Joe Mixon didn't apologize until the video came no, out. I know, he punched
0: so. that girl two years oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we didn't get an apology. We didn't get anything. Yeah.
1: Did he get arrested? He got charged and everything. Did he do
0: time? No. No. Because she technically hit him first. Oh. Yeah. By letter of the law. You he, mean if you hit me? And by then the I, letter of the law, he was defending if himself. If you hit me and then
1: I clock you, I, I get away with it? Yeah. <laughs> In that fantasy scenario where you even get a punch off before I... I it? punch up, they go down. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make that up? <laughs> no, that was Mike Tyson's
0: Oh, okay. Pretty <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I thought that was making fun of... Uh... No, nope, that that's your name, Michelle Obama. No, no, that's what when Mike When they go low, we go high. No, that's what Mike when Tyson. When I go high, you go down.
1: That's what Mike Tyson <laughs> used to say.
0: 603-883-9900 is <laughs> your phone number, 883-9900. Quick break. We're back after this with Notes from the Kingdom.
5: You're listening to Southern New Hampshire's Home. For the Boston Red Sox, this is ESPN New Hampshire.
4: you've been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight, well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, wallpaper, flooring, and especially window treatment and installation services. They take you from start to finish. Everything from the estimation to the delivery and installation. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Hi, my name is Jen Kaluti. My husband, Sal, and I are the owners of Embroid Me in Nashua and Embroid Me of Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen-printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua, and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at embroidme nashuacom or embroideredme-bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me, your promotional marketing partner. Are you going through a rough patch right now and could use some help from professionals? Are you unsure of how to proceed and could use a guiding hand? Well, then let the attorneys at Dehar Law Firm make life easier for you. At Dehar Law Firm, they handle a wide variety of cases, anything from bankruptcy or divorce to estate planning and personal injury. Contact Eleanor Dehar at 603-622-6595 or visit Dehar.com for more information. Dehar Law Firm, serving individuals and businesses in New Hampshire since 1958.
5: Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic a shot. Down in front, picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jenkins, three for the win. It's good! It's the three to win the National Championship!
4: Steps back, puts up a three. Won't go. Final seconds. It's over! It's over! Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers
5: are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire.
2: Stress. It can make your heart race, your head pound, and your stomach churn. While a little stress can be a good thing and even help you perform under pressure, too much stress can be bad for your health, causing headaches, stomach pain, trouble sleeping, and even a weakened immune system. In the United States, it's estimated that up to 90% of visits to primary care doctors are due to stress-related health problems. It's hard to avoid stress altogether, but there are steps you can take to manage it. During National Stress Awareness Month in April, visit Optum.com stress for more information about how to prevent stress from getting the better of you, including stress first aid techniques you can do in the moment when you're feeling stressed, and stress prevention techniques to help change the way you approach and think about certain situations. To learn more, visit Optum.com stress. That's optu dot stress. A public service message from this station.
4: Sergeant R.J. Anderson was devastated after learning he would never walk again. My world turned upside down.
2: Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. PVA offers amazing support and opportunities.
4: To learn more, visit PVA.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America.
5: Visit our website, ESPNNHradio.com, for all the latest news, context, Apparel, Podcasts, and more.
0: Phone number 883-9900. Your text line is 845-827-1250 here on Christian and King. And as we always do around this time, it's time to get you caught up on what's going on here in New Hampshire. Here's Tom King with Notes from the Kingdom.
3: Message for you, son. King in the castle. King in the castle.
4: Notes from the Kingdom.
1: Well, I guess the, the three words are back to school as all the, uh, the regular season schedules get going uh, tonight again. Uh, but there were holiday tournaments galore. Last week, as I said, it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, congratulations to the Merrimack Boys basketball team. They won the Chick-fil-A Boys title, I believe. I think it's the second year in a row. Uh, they knocked off Thornton Academy on Friday night. Uh, in a game where uh, you know that basically, I think it was the final was forty to thirty something, forty to thirty, low-scoring game, and that was the only way they're going to beat Thornton because Thornton can run the floor very well. Thornton from Maine, Saco, Maine. So Merrimack wins that game. The girls' game. Congratulations to the Alvernon girls basketball team. They won the girls' version of Chick Fil A. They knocked off uh, in the uh, in, in the uh, the title game. They beat Nashua North uh in the finals and that game wasn't very i believe 46 uh 29 it wasn't very close it was a it was a double digit blowout. i covered it and the bronco 49 36 was the final and the broncos were leading throughout i mean it was 7-7 then all of a sudden 20 to 7 they went on a 13-0 run and the game was never the same afterwards amanda wetmore was uh she had 15 points in the final. She was on the all-tournament team. She was a big reason why they won. Alvern, 6-0 overall, 3-0 regular season. They resume play again tonight. Um, so that's the girls' final and the boys' basketball final. The Conway Arena Hockey Tournament. Nashua-South Pelham, the co-op team of South Pelham, beat Nashua-North-Sowhegan 7-4 in the finals. And they win the title. I think it's the second time in the last four years that they've won it. So uh, let's see if they, and they've gone on to not have good regular seasons after they win it. So sometimes it's not a good thing to win that tournament. But this is probably the best South team I've seen in a while, thanks to the co-op, uh, the Pel- Pelham kids. And uh, they've got a really uh, uh, deep, they have a lot of players. So that should help them out as well. Uh, I believe they're taking on Salem uh, on Wednesday night at the Ice Center in Salem. And then they have a 10-day layout. Uh, 10-day layoff, which I don't understand. They go from the 4th to the 14th without playing. So the next time they play will be when the Patriots play in the playoffs. (laughs) So that's that tournament, Bishop Girton, yesterday at Skate 3. There was a regular season game played yesterday, even though it was a uh, kind of a quasi-holiday and there was no school. They decided that they had a a game with Concord, and they decided uh, to honor Head coach Gary Bishop, not that he's retiring, but he's he's coached there. This is his 26th season. They wanted to recognize him for 25-plus years. So they brought back some of the alumni and some of the guys who played for him, and uh, they had a, a little pregame ceremony. Uh, and uh, he was playing. It was a good thing. It was fitting that they were playing Cocker because he and Duncan Walsh have uh, coached against each other for years. Duncan Walsh is on his 27th year on the job at Concord. Conker comes back down 2-1 in the third period and beats the Girton Cardinals 4-2. Got to spoil the party a little bit. Girton took eight penalties. And Cocker wow. got three power play goals. And that was the story. That was a simple story in that game. And the Tide go on to win. Girton now 2-1-1. Concord 2-1. Both teams are in action on Wednesday night. So there you have it. There are your notes from the kingdom. A busy holiday tournament schedule and some of the regular season games have already begun as we go into the first full week in January.
0: All right. There you go. I got a couple of notes from the kingdom. Uh, as the year 2016 came to a close, a lot of statistics and stuff were, were tallied. And uh, 16 homicides were recorded in 2016 in New Hampshire. Four of them occurred in, in the, Manchester. Just in the state. In the huh? whole state. 16 right. homicides. Four of them occurred in Manchester. That could rise to 31% if uh, one death is ruled a homicide. It hasn't been solved yet. Um, That was a guy who was stabbed and died as he was being taken to the hospital. They're still waiting additional tests uh, to determine the cause of his death. Um, A death may not be as obvious as people think. This according to the state medical examiner, Jeffrey Streslin. For instance, he said someone may be shot or stabbed, but also could have ingested drugs or had a medical condition. Investigators have solved nine of the 16 killings so far. Streslin said his office does not keep statistics when it comes to the number of murders that result in arrests or convictions. According to state records, the number of murders in New Hampshire has ranged from a low of four in 1961 to a high of 40 in
1: 1991. Ooh, 91 was an angry
0: year. Bloody year. Good Lord. Streslin said he believes the 1991 number includes negligent homicides, victims of car crashes. Mm-hmm. While the number of homicides averages 15 to 20 a year, Streslin said he receives calls about another 40 to 80 deaths each year. Those include suicides and accidents in the past 10 years. The lowest number of murders occurred in 2009 when there were 11. The highest was in 2013 when there were 21. Uh, 21, I believe, is how many people got killed in Chicago this past weekend. Um <coughs> Let's see. What else do we have? Oh, yes. This is uh, this is an interesting story. A Chevy Tahoe crashed into a house, 2.30 a.m. on Monday, and uh, it was the house of the city emergency management director.
1: Who had to direct an emergency right away. <laughs> yeah.
0: An SUV drove into a duplex on Harbor Ave. Uh, the man, Justin Cates, and his wife were the only ones in the building. Cates said he thought he heard a pipe burst as uh, he thought it was water rushing into the building. After investigating, he discovered that a truck had hit the front corner of his house, causing significant structural damage. There was also an active natural gas leak going on. The vehicle (gasps) tore off the gas meter. The house was starting to fill up with gas. It could have easily started a fire. Cates called authorities and helped the fire department isolate the valve to the meter. Meanwhile, three other homes in the vicinity were evacuated. Cates turned on the lights to his emergency management vehicle to help personnel locate the home. His wife stayed in the vehicle to keep warm. No one was injured in the crash. I got to say, if you're going to crash into someone's house, the best possible person, Would be this guy? This guy knew everything that was could possibly happen. What he knew, the gas was coming in. He knew to put the flares. I mean, this guy. If you're gonna crash into someone's house, and I'm not saying go crash into this guy's house again, but if there was a house to crash in that could to you guarantee? How do you you crash? It's like Chuck Norris and this guy. (laughs) How do you? I mean, I mean, aren't houses back off the street a little bit? Well, yeah. How do you crash? How do you fall asleep in the in an intersection?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. No, I know. But how do you? You got to be really 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 you You got to be probably passed out. Completely out of it. I don't and the car know, just goes
0: and the car just goes on its own. You got to be. They're saying they're still investigating the crash. <laughs> <laughs> um but no oh. one was injured. The fact that no one was injured. If someone was passed out at the wheel and they hit a and they hit a house. You know, like just the, if you don't brace for impact or anything you'd You'd got to be hurt. Right. Even with a seatbelt on. But if you're ready for it and you brat, you know? Right? Uh, well, unless the bag The bag will
1: protect you, maybe. That's true. You know? Because the bag had to come on.
0: Yeah. So. And uh, finally, Concord uh, police are saying their minds are blown after seeing a dramatic rise in meth use in Concord, despite a very long and uh, very serious crime. Well, what's Granite Hammer? A drug task force thing that's going on?
1: I guess so. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's been... Uh, it's been a tough, a tough go with that. Concord, in particular, has seen a huge rise in meth use. In 2013, police recorded seven seven criminal offenses related to meth. Two years later, that number rose to 107. 2014, the undercover drug wow. officers didn't wow. make one single meth purchase. Right. One year later, 32 undercover buys in 2015 and that number doubled to 65 in 2016. Wow. They're buying more meth than heroin right now. A enormous spike blowing my mind, to be honest with you.
1: Uh, breaking Bad comes true. I know. Good Lord.
0: Wow. Heisenberg did come to New Hampshire. Remember at the end?
1: Oh, did, no, because I, I never watched the show that, completely. I oh, just saw know. bits and pieces of it.
0: All right, well, spoiler alert. You know, so what happened at to At the him? end, he, it's not at the very end. Something happens after this, but uh, he has to leave town. Yeah. So he pays this guy to disappear him, and the guy takes him in an oil truck and drives him all the way to a fictional, you know, mountain county out in, rural, in the,
1: New Hampshire, in rural, right in the yeah. woods.
0: Yeah. And uh, they put him in a cabin that's hooked up to a grid to to a uh, generator. Yep. There's no 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 evidence that he's even there. Right. And uh, totally off the grid, incommunicado, and uh, he, it, well, something happens after that. Right. But he does go to. New But Hampshire. that's the attempt. Yeah. Right. That's the attempt. Yeah. So uh, everybody cool it with the meth. And there's your notes from the kingdom. Uh, 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. Christian and King, we're back after this.
2: Your business in search of commercial property. Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban.